with a record of groundbreaking accomplishments like being the first exchange to offer electronic trading, the first exchange to store records in the cloud, and the first to sell technology to other exchanges, NASDAQ has a legacy of innovation. What's NASDAQ looking for from companies planning to go public? That's what we're talking about in today's podcast. Welcome, I'm Kelly McCauley, producer of the Director's Cut podcast for Corporate Directors Forum and president of McCauley & Company, where we help good leaders become great through high-impact coaching and results-driven leadership programs. Today, our esteemed guest is Dylan James, West Coast Vice President for NASDAQ, where he leads relationship management for NASDAQ's Western region and Texas, which includes some of the largest NASDAQ-listed companies in the U.S., by market capitalization. Dylan, you work with some of the most talked about companies on the globe, including Qualcomm, Illumina, Skyworks Solutions, and Dexcom. Thank you so much for joining us today to talk about NASDAQ and insights that boards and leaders want to know. Uh, Kelly, thanks so much for having us. It's an honor and opportunity to visit with you and then visit with your listeners as well. So what makes NASDAQ the place to be for fastest growing and most innovative companies? Oh, wow. Um, that's a great question. I think fastest growing and most innovative companies, I think what uh, companies that we partner with and can certainly appreciate is that growing and innovating is something that we live every day as a public company in our own right. Um, we're recording this at the end of January. We just announced our fourth quarter earnings for the close of 2020. And, you know, we're hitting on all of our milestones, obviously in the backdrop of a global pandemic. But I really think that that is one of the key pieces of our story when we're uh, talking to companies or whether it's an initial public offering or a DSPAC combination or somebody that comes to NASDAQ from a competitor's market is that they really know that for um, the last 50 years, we've been the home to growth and innovation, but then we also live that in our own business. I loved how you talked about that when we did our pre-call. Can you just share a little bit about the culture inside of NASDAQ? Oh yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really, I mean, it's a, a wonderful and very collaborative culture. I mean, I think that you, you'd have to be in, in this day and age. Um, I sit in what's called the corporate platforms division of NASDAQ, which is encompasses our listings franchise in addition to the work that we do in corporate governance solutions and then we're also a market leader in the area of investor relations and so we're helping companies um, how to figure out how to be a public company on uh, a day-to-day -day basis but then there are other pieces of the nasdaq puzzle like our market technology business uh, investment intelligence and market services where we're doing everything from uh, running exchange technology for exchanges all over the globe to a really robust index business where I think we're most known for um, uh, the NASDAQ 100, which is called QQQ, uh, and all kinds of other different dynamic things, whether it's running the options market or the NASDAQ private market. And so the, the culture, just by design and by structure, we have to be extremely nimble and very collaborative and uh, we get the chance and opportunity to, to work with all kinds of businesses all over the globe, which makes uh, the team that works here very, very unique. Mm -hmm. 
What's important to know about NASDAQ for companies who are planning to go public or looking to move from another exchange? Well, that's an awesome question. Um, and one that is, is near and dear to my heart. Um, I think probably the most important thing for a young private company to know is that we're really here at all different points of a company's life cycle. So if you're a, a, a private technology company, the best way to get introduced to NASDAQ is what we're doing in the NASDAQ private market. And you know some of the resources that we have available there include running tender offers, offers for businesses. And that's where they, where, they, where they get to know us as who we are. And then um, as a listing venue, when a company completes or successfully completes their IPO, I, mean, I think the greatest thing that we do is not only are we uh, maniacally focused on making sure that the company has high quality execution on the day of their IPO, but in addition to that, we're a great long-term partner at all different stages of a company's life cycle. And then that really speaks to um, our switch story. So we've had a really wonderful and awesome, robust switch business and companies wanting to come to NASDAQ from another market where they know that you know, we're, we're just thinking about things in a certain way, whether it's through our investor relations, tools and services, or just how we help companies think about branding. Um, I think a lot of folks know that we have a signature location and our headquarters is in Times Square in New York. And it's not for us to, to talk about our business, it's really to showcase the companies that are listed with us. And so that's just a little bit of what we bring to the table at all different points of the life cycle. So it could be you know, helping a, a private market company um, with a tender offer and execution there, all the way up to and including um, a robust and very mature business that is going through. I you know, at the time we're recording this, I've just completed a couple of projects where we're working with companies on rebranding and ticker symbol change. And so you wouldn't think of NASDAQ as having a little voice there, but there's some resources that we have that help companies sort of get the word out. And I always look at the job that we do is really helping a business build the brand of the uh, equity in the marketplace. Well, I know where I'll be bringing Macaulay and company when we decide to go public. <laughs> That's awesome, great. I, you're talking so, to the right person. <laughs> when NASDAQ is considering a company, how does leadership and culture factor into that decision? And can you give us some examples of what matters? Uh, yeah, yeah, when a company is considering going public for stuff that they have a number of options and, and while we hope they, they choose us, uh, what we bring to the table is really a, uh, a comprehensive overview of the work that we're going to do prior to the IPO, as well as what we're going to do in the two years or three years following the IPO. And so I think what we look for is companies that really want to go on that journey. And, you know, while, like I was mentioning previously, while we're really focused on making sure that that day one execution uh, goes well, I think some of the examples that I would share is that getting to know a business during the course of them building an IPO really serves us well after the company is public. And so, you know, there is, um, I'm thinking of uh, one company, unfortunately they were acquired as happens 
uh, one of our largest competitors out in the marketplaces, uh, M&A activity. But I worked on a very successful technology IPO in 2017. And it was just based on the fact that we had built really dynamic relationships that we were constantly evolving and bringing ideas to the table, whether it was, you know, sitting by their booth at a trade show and doing video interviews or um, doing something that was extremely successful on the investor relations front. You'd also mentioned uh, diversity and inclusion and that being things that you pay some attention to or that NASDAQ pays attention to as being important. Yeah, in, um, at the beginning of December, uh, NASDAQ announced that it was uh, making a rule filing. It was a proposal for mm -hmm. diversity at the board level. And you know, at the, at the time that we're, we're talking, We've had a lot of um, letters of comments filed with the, the way the process works is that you file this with the SEC and then there's a comment period and folks and companies have a chance and opportunity to um, submit letters. And so we've been, you know, very pleased and very impressed by the support. Um, and then uh, in addition to that, they'll, we'll go through a further review of that process, but it's a a cornerstone of, um, of what we're thinking about. And we wanted to bring some, you know, market-based thinking to that. You know, the state of California and several other states are already down the road on initiatives like this. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes and see how it continues to go. I, I love to see that. And, you know, more and more we're seeing corporate stakeholders like investors, you know, the big investors, CalPERS, CalSTRS, uh, shareholders, employees, and customers who are asking for leaders to get and keep a healthy company culture on their radar. Mm -hmm. So Dylan, thank you so much for sharing your insights on NASDAQ. If, if people want to connect with you, you know, they can go to LinkedIn, Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N hyphen James. Yep. Is there anywhere else if someone wants to connect with you and chat up about NASDAQ, they could reach you? So if you don't mind um, hearing about all my sports obsessions, but I do tweet <laughs> quite a bit about NASDAQ, I'm at Spoke Dylan on Twitter. Uh, in addition to that, you, you, the, probably the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. Okay, very good. To subscribe to more podcasts like this, please visit MacaulayAndCo.com forward slash podcast and sign up. To learn about critical board member issues, challenges, and solutions like those discussed in today's podcast, or to view our recent webinars, go to directorsforum.com. Dylan, thank you so much for being such a terrific guest, giving us insights into NASDAQ and sharing some of the great things happening with your issuers. Thanks, Kelly. It's a, a great to talk to you, and thanks so much. Until next time, we wish you the best on positively impacting the organizations and boards that